Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Jonathan, and I have a grudging respect for Hallmark Christmas movies. (laughs) And this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. We're so good at this. Man, we are (laughs) nailing it. It's almost like this is the sixth one of the night. Wow. And we say the best for last. Jonathan, how the heck are you? I mean. Oh, it is a thrill. I'm a little embarrassed by how thrilled I am, to be honest. (laughs) Well, can can I tell you this? Like, Jonathan just said he was Jonathan, which I think is my favorite thing ever. Guys, we're talking to Jonathan Shapiro. Uh, He's a TV producer, ABC's The Practice, Boston Legal, Amazon Prime's Goliath, The Firm, Life on NBC, The Paul Reiser Show. This guy is a, for decades now, has has been producing (laughs) primetime television. Uh, This is a serious get for us. Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us. I am so sorry for you guys that this is considered a serious <laughs> Now, you were telling us beforehand that you are uh, writing a show for us, so I'd love for you to tell everybody <laughs> about that yes. show. Uh, when can they right. expect it and all that good well, stuff? Well, it's, it's a mixed family show. You're raising a, a group of, uh, of young, ethnically diverse uh, yeah. stewardesses. That's right. And, That's uh, right. Yep. It runs forever. It uh, simply runs forever. It's not going to air on the Hallmark Channel, but that's okay. Uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Tough break. Uh, Jonathan, tell everybody, you you were telling us a little bit, but tell everybody about your history with these uh, these movies. How long have you been watching them? So my my beautiful daughter, Sarah Shapiro, who's an Indiana Hoosier, uh, and I thought we created this uh, game maybe six years ago. Uh, whenever Hallmark started with movies and, and we watched them with the same, um, with the same passion and enthusiasm and, uh, smart aleckiness that you bring to it. Mm-hmm. And so when we found your podcast, we actually thought you had stolen our <laughs> brainwaves, <Sorry? laughs> but, uh, legally there's nothing we can do about it. So we've decided <laughs> to embrace it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad there's nothing that you can do legally because, uh, no, uh, it's all run. We'd be living in a really weird run. sci-fi world <laughs> if we could legally, hey, but, by the way, by the way, if there were something I could do legally about it, I'll tell you who I wouldn't hire to bring the case, which is who is uh, Lucy Toomey. Yeah, no, 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 no. Lucy would not be at the top of the no. list. No, she's no, a shark, no. but a relational shark. She, she's, uh, she's a heck of a contract lawyer, but mm. I got some concerns. We'll get to that. Yeah. She forgets halfway exactly what it is that she's supposed to be doing. That's right. Uh, before we dive into, uh, man, a movie that I'm really excited to talk yeah. about, and that is a genuine, like, I'm very excited. Hallmark Hall of Fame. Uh, Hallmark Hall of Fame. Time. Uh, yeah. We do, we do got to talk about our premier sponsor, uh, and to do that, I'm going to kick it to my friend Dan. Dan, hi. Uh, we are thrilled. I said hi. Hi, Brand. Thank it's you. good Go to see you as well. <laughs> Go ahead. So the um, American Leprosy Mission is our premier sponsor, and they are because, one, they're, they're locally housed in Greenville, South Carolina, but also they minister around the world to people suffering from the debilitating disease leprosy. Most people think that leprosy has actually been cured, and that is not the case, but a cure is in the works, and for as little is $30, you can actually cure a kid of leprosy. 
Um, a kid gets diagnosed with leprosy every two minutes. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. And so it is something that is debilitating, especially in developing nations around the world. If you go to deckthehallmark.com, there is a tab, a miracle link tab. You can be part of the miracle cure. You can go to deckthehallmark.com slash miracle. There's an entire catalog where you can choose how you want to allocate your funds. $30 to cure a kid of leprosy. You can do $30 a month and, and cure kids all year long. Uh, you can send a pair of shoes. There's a lot of things that you can do in order to help support this wonderful cause, which is our premier sponsor, the American Leprosy Mission. Maybe you're like me and you're like, I have $30 in my french fry budget envelope. <laughs> what am I going to do? Yeah. I'll tell you what to do. Go to Red Robin. You get french fries. Yeah. They're bottomless fries. They're bottomless fries. <laughs> and then you can go and, ahead and use $30. Um, and we really are excited to have this podcast okay. give back, which is so cool for us. Love that. <laughs> Love it. It's time to talk about Christmas Everlasting. Yeah, it is. Uh, it originally aired on November 24th, 2018, and it went a little something like this. Lucy works at a law firm, and she's really close to her sister, Alice. Alice was in a car accident when she uh, was in college, and that left her with some special needs. And so Alice is heading in to visit Lucy for some Christmas fun. Uh, while at the, the company Christmas party, Lucy finds out that she just became partner. But right after that exciting news, she gets a phone call and finds out that Alice has passed away. Through some flashbacks, we find out that in college, Alice really wanted to talk to Lucy about something. But Lucy wanted to go hang out with the boy that she liked. Um, and that was the night that she got into the car accident and passed away. Um, not, yeah, got into the car accident and, and uh, got the special needs. Sorry, yeah, not yeah, passed yeah. away. They had the brain uh, injury. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Um, so at the funeral, that boy, Peter, uh, comes up and tries to talk to Lucy, but she's not into it at all. Um, but here's the only problem is Peter was Alice's lawyer, and he shares with her one little thing. In order for the house to be transferred to her ownership, she has to live in the house for four weeks. <laughs> Amazing contract. So uh, she's going to stay in town through the holidays. She begins to figure out uh, what to do with the house. She's trying to figure out what do I do after this four weeks is done. She wants to sell it, and she uh, finds out that she can get a good chunk of change if she sells it to get torn down. Uh, She's not super excited about that. While looking um, around the house, Lucy finds a trunk full of quilts with a tag on all those quilts that say... This guy. <laughs> with a tr- yeah, they with all a, say Maeve. <laughs> <laughs> the tag that says uh, it is pronounced for Maeve. Yeah. Who, who, whose Eve is it? It's Maeve. <laughs> Uh, and I think we're all wondering, who, who is this girl? What's going on here? Uh, so Lucy decides that she's not going to sell the house, and she's uh, really excited about trying to, to stop the, the shutting down the sale of an old bakery in town. So we find out that, that Maeve is Alice's daughter, who she gave up for adoption, and no one really knew that she existed. Alice was going to tell Lucy that night when she was in college that she was pregnant, um, and so she feels really bad that she didn't get that opportunity to hear that news. Uh, Lucy continues to blame herself for what happened that night. Peter tells Lucy that Maeve wants to meet her, uh, but she's afraid and she storms out. But after some good quilt making, which cures everything, (laughs) she agrees to to meet her. Uh, Maeve comes over and Lucy tells her all about her mom and the entire family has joined them for Christmas dinner. Lucy and Peter kiss under the mistletoe and she agrees, I think... 
to move home. And that, my friends, is Christmas, Christmas Everlasting. Everlasting. Oh, so good. It is a Hall of no. Fame movie, which means it's a big deal. You got the a, big heavy hitters. You get the big heavy hitters. Get a little bit longer of a movie. That's a little bit longer. That's right. Uh, it wasn't as long as The Christmas Train. The Christmas the Train's still going on. Still going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, this, but this, was a, this was a real one. It really happened. Um, and we're excited to talk about it. It is time for the first segment of the show, which is the hot take, where we share how we felt about this movie. And I start with my good friend every single time with my good friend Panda. Panda, hi. Hey. Thank you. You get the drill. Uh, no, I get it. When you say hey to somebody, you, you respond. You say hey back. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I'm getting it, guys. Gosh. What's your hot take? Listen, I, I, I really like this movie. Uh, it was one of their Hall of Fame movies. I thought it came out swinging. Uh, it has a lot of elements to it. It's like an onion. The more you peel it, the, the more You it peel goes. it, you smell it. <laughs> I don't know what the metaphor is. I, I lost it. I think it was but layered, I liked it. but it's a love. It's a love. You, you didn't exactly stick the landing. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I don't do that. Anyway, okay. I'm on board. I like the film. There it is. There's my hot take, Jonathan. Uh, I don't know if Ingmar Bergman made a Hallmark Christmas movie, <laughs> but if he did, uh, this would be the one. It has trees. Yeah, it's got guilt. Yes, and, and shame mm. and melancholy mm. and. I don't usually use the, the word elegiac when I think of Hallmark, wow. but, but this one, this one left me empty and sad, like all good Christmas movies should. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We we found the one person who's more pretentious with his words than Dan. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? Jonathan Shapiro and I are starting our own podcast. <laughs> you just say big words, called big forth. words with John and Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take off. <laughs> Clear your calendar, Jonathan. <laughs> Tell Billy Bob Thornton you have to put that on hiatus. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh, dear. I love this oh. movie. It was the, the best by far of the thousand movies I watched this week. Um, <laughs> I, I loved it. Again, this is uh, as sad as it was. At the same time, it was the exact way that I wanted to feel um, mm. after watching this movie. It got, it got me in all, in all the ways that I wanted it to. I loved it. Best movie, uh, not only of this week, best movie of the season so far by a long shot. Um, and I hand it over to my good friend, Dan. So uh, this movie does have a lot of things uh, that are really, like, unspeakably bad, like a lot of the other Hallmark <laughs> movies do. Um, I mean, apparently the the male lead is living in an ice fishing hut, with, which, we'll, which we'll, we'll get to later. There is a timeline with a pregnancy that, that wouldn't work on Days of Our Lives. There's a lot of things about this movie that, that are just head scratchers. Having said all of that... Um, this was easily the best Hallmark movie I've ever seen. Um, and, yeah. and the reason I would say that is one, as Jonathan so eloquently pointed out, uh, <laughs> it, it does it does have quite a deal of pathos. It really doesn't yeah. just let <laughs> everything be happy at the end. There's, yes. There is a, a lifetime with her sister she can never have back, and you have to live with that, and that is a wonderful, different kind of movie than Hallmark is usually making. Yep. But secondly, and even more impressive to me, is the fact that there is never a misunderstanding between the male and female lead in this movie. Yeah. There's never a moment where they're like, but wait, you're engaged to someone else? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. there's there's never that moment. It is just a yeah. natural progressing love story. And I appreciated yep. that. And last but not least, um, 
Many of you may not know this. I'm a foster parent myself. Um, foster and adoption is a big part of my heart. Uh, reconciliation, redemption, finding a home, what a family means, all of those things are very, very important to me. And so for that reason, this movie, I mean, it, it, it is, look, there is a world, this is a very gimmicky movie that really just impresses its feels upon you. But... There is enough of this movie that works for me to say unequivocally, it's the best one I've ever seen. Well, me and Dummy mm. Brand over here That's just right. with our dumb pathos. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you stop looking. Uh, look, you stop listening to look up pathos, and I'm sorry about that. Okay. Pa- Pan, did you cry? Uh, I, I I teared up. Dan, yes. did you cry? I, I did tear up in two instances in this film. Jonathan, did you cry? I, I could have. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. If I was a different yeah. person. It's the only, I will say this, it's the only Hallmark film I've ever watched that brought me close to full full cry. Yeah, I cried for sure. Mm. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I love a good cry. I needed one <laughs> after this week. <laughs> I, I was crying already mm. going into this movie, and yeah. so it, was, uh, it, it didn't mm. take much. Uh, it's time for uh, the segment All the Feels, where we talk about what in this movie gave us those Christmas feels. I'll start where I left off with Dan. Dan, hi. Yeah, uh, hi. Thank Brian. you. Hi. Again, uh, no, no, no. It's good to see you. Um, my, and I, this is unfortunate. My all the feels is a simultaneous wait what. Sure. Uh, so there's a lot of flashbacks in this movie, yep. which we've talked about how this season they've just decided bring mm-hmm. all the flashbacks back. Uh, for the better. For the better. And so um, the, flat, the flashbacks when her and her sister are little. Both of them work incredibly well, but the one where there's only one cookie and they share the cookie, like there's something about that flashback. But simultaneously, why are these children being left alone? Right. Like, why are like someone has basically said, "Hey, I know you're both eight years old now, so you can go to the cookie store by yourself." Well, Moonlight Bay, Moonlight. First of all, it's McHenry's. That's right. Moonlight Bay. That's right. Moonlight Bay seems like a very safe path. That's right. Yeah, Nielsen's or Nelson's Bay. They call it Nielsen's and Nelson's throughout the movie, and the people who live in the town don't know the name of the town, and that's great. Well, it just depends on what side, east or north. Are you in east or north? But or south. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a, if you're a North Nielsen, you're a North a North Nielsen. Yeah. Your problem isn't vocabulary, my friend. That's You've right. Got deeper problems. That's right. That. That's right. Yeah, those South Nelsoners don't get it. Well, if you know anything, you know that South and West takes you out of town, and they're not concerned. So you have to do one thing before you oh open your big vocabulary mouth. That's right. Well, those scenes gave me the feels, and also clearly when her and her adoptive parents come and join the family yeah, yeah. for dinner. I mean, yeah. that's a great scene no yeah. doubt about it Jonathan what gave yeah. you those feels well I, that's that dinner scene was very moving and but I I I have to say the the uh and it's, it would have been a what what but I just went with it but the the uh the Andy Williams most wonderful time of the year montage yeah. quilting with the uh <laughs> <laughs> the three oh. weird sisters yeah, yeah, coming yeah. of yeah. evil I found very moving well you know how you know the bible has the three wise men where these were the three yes. the three white women uh, and they <laughs> And they yeah. helped out immeasurably yeah. throughout the film. <laughs> I, and by the way, one of those three sisters, uh, one of the three weird uh, sisters, has uh, is named Daphne, oh. and she introduces her daughters Ophelia and oh my Portia. Goodness! So then oh my I thought. Is there a, and Maeve is a so am I missing? Was there a Shakespeare thing I was missing? Yeah, oh. yeah. That's why there was more pathos it. here. <laughs> 
You said it. <laughs> I got my first. That's a Shakespeare. That's a Shakespeare reference, Brian. One day, I'll, one day I'll read. Old Billy Shakespeare, Panda. Uh, oh boy! All right. So it ends up in a fist fight. That's right. It clearly ends up that's in right. a fist fight. Yeah, oh no! Absolutely. Uh, here's my deal: the the death of the sister early on gets me uh, on, mm. on several levels. Uh, it, first of all, because it's emotional in and of itself, but also. Uh, that was the closest I came to crying this entire film because it, we've had those moments where you get that phone call you don't like. Uh, that was a dark Ooh. moment, but it was also just uh, – it worked. They actually did it really well overall. They build up that you've already been introduced to the sister, that there's some background to it, and, and then that scene hits. And for once, for once, Hallmark lands – just the feel for me, like mm-hmm. really hit me on something that I could relate to on a real level. Uh, I, I, that worked for me. Yeah. Um, I would say that the the relationship between uh, Lucy and Peter, the way in which uh, her walls begin to come down throughout the movie. It's the most natural romance. It's the most yes. natural. Yeah, and this is what I want to say. Hallmark, you need to do more. Like we need more stories where it it's their Christmas stories that are not just about two people falling in love. Like this movie was so much more than just these two falling in love. And because of that, the fact that they did fall in love worked so much better. Like the way Mm. in which she, uh, the walls came down for her throughout the movie for him. uh, It works so much better than if it was just all about the two of them coming together. And so because it Mm. wasn't that, it made it all the more uh, impressive. Mm. Uh, It's time Mm. for, it's time for our wait. What's, but before we do that real quick, we got to, Talk about our, our one other uh, nonprofit that we're partnering with. Uh, Dan, hit it. Uh, look, if you can believe it or not, big words aside, all three of us were educators. Uh, some of us still are, and that's me. I'm actually a high school principal. I'm not, for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Having said that, uh, educa- so. education is a very important part of our life, and there's a great nonprofit organization that is operating in 26 states in the United States, including Washington, D.C., and it is called Communities in Schools. And Communities Ooh. in Schools basically uh, partners with schools in local neighborhoods, and they say, <laughs> hey, there is one in five kids that is impoverished or is not finishing school for another reason that is a burden of theirs, whether it is money, whether it is food, whether it is a tough home life, and they give schools the resources to allow these students a chance to graduate, and they have a 93% graduation success rate. And so if you're ever wow. sitting around during the holiday season and go, man, our school system's a mess, what could I possibly do if I'm not an educator? These are the people to talk to. And so if you go to their website, communitiesandschools.org, you can find out how you can help, which they would love. You can donate. Also, if you would like to do that, there's a donate tab there, and they would love either either version of your support. But to know that there's an answer to the question, what are we doing about the, the, the kids that our educational system is failing, and that answer is communities and schools, is a pretty powerful message, and we're just so proud as educators to have it as a part of Deck the Hallmark. And so we would highly encourage you to go visit that website. That is true. And actually, Dan, if you go to uh, deckthehallmark.com slash joy, it'll take you right to the website where you can donate. And not only can you do that, but they are actually going to be matching uh, every dollar up to $50,000 through the end of the year. So donate now and know that whatever you're donating, you're going to naturally double that, which is really cool. So deckthehallmark.com slash joy to take advantage of that. Wow. 
I'm fired. I'm fired up. That's yeah, awesome. you are. That's what I'm here for, Jonathan. An- another 118. I'm, I'm gonna go teach somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah do it. Up and teach them right now. <laughs> and you right. can because you and Dan have big vocabulary. That's right. We do. Okay. All right. <laughs> Me and Northeaster over here are going to try to figure out what we're going <laughs> to. Yeah. Uh, it's time for it's time for wait wait what the part of the show where we uh, talk about those things in the movie that made us go wait what just happened I'll start with you Panda Panda Hi Hey How are you doing Good uh, Can we point out one really kind of frightening thing here uh, Very early on Alice has established that there were pets that were allowed to be in the churches yep. and one of the <laughs> things they said was and I gotta make sure that because this, this is scary. There are bylaws yeah. in the city council that said that pets couldn't be in church, and she petitioned to get the bylaws of yeah. the city council changed. Guys, I want to point that out. <laughs> this is not a real yeah. thing because of something. <laughs> There's a separation yeah. of church and state. That's right. Yeah. You yeah. can't yeah. do that. Churches would not have yeah. bylaws with the government. But also, it's probably a good idea we don't let stray cats into the church. Can we just— right. no. But And I will say this, to piggyback off of that just a little bit, they said before that that she really turned the animal shelter around. What was the, <laughs> what, what was the, what was the animal shelter doing before she, she got walked, there? She walked in she, and she said, the snakes are with the pigs. What is going on? They're just on? letting like yeah. dogs reproduce they were, and they're just throwing puppies out in the streets. Yeah, there was dog, dog fighting. There was uh, cock fighting. There was gambling. Yeah. She, before she got there, the Nielsen's Bay, Wisconsin yeah. animal shelter was running a dog fighting it was, yeah. a, it was a hotbed of unspeakable crime. She turned it around, though. She, wa- she walked in there and she said, this isn't right. That's right. And We're then I have to what? change this. That was my it's favorite like, line in this whole like, movie. Uh, the fireman burning the books. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A little Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> Sorry to drop that. No, I don't know. No, no. gone over there. <laughs> Bunch of educators. What are the other two guys doing in the school? No, nothing now. <laughs> I was a janitor. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, so she turned the God she bless did. her. She, she turned the animal she did shelter great. around. Uh, the other thing yeah. I just want to point out is Swinson. Uh, he's teaching ice skating. <laughs> he, not a good coach. No, uh, not a good. Coach. He's literally skating in a circle, and they're all flying past him. He's like, I do it every but week. I, I what also, are you teaching? Them? I also want to point out that this guy's giving lessons. Who I'm assuming somebody's paying for these lessons. And during the lesson, he brings the girl that he's into, and just says, "Guys, go for it. I'm going to talk to her. Skate amongst yeah. yourselves." Uh, and well, also, he's, do, he's doing yeah. that Wednesday, twelve thirty in yeah. the afternoon. Who signs up for that <laughs> yeah. spot? Well, that's that, that that free cocoa at the end. That's that right. Guilt buy. It was unbelievable. <laughs> oh, for sure. I, I will say that that was the most like annoyingly scary part of that was that he they go to find Peter Swenson at his law office, and the secretary <laughs> go, the secretary goes, "Well, it's Wednesday at twelve thirty. Yeah. You must not yeah. know him. No, it's not like yeah. this is not a seasonal thing. He's teaching ice skating year round. He is oh. every this is Saturday, Wednesday in July at twelve thirty. Ice skating. That's what my man's doing. I, I feel uncomfortable by that fact. Yeah, no, that was crazy. Um, I'll go uh, first. The uh, the flashbacks to when they were. In high school, just aren't even close. No, as far as no. like what they, 
They were older in high school. Yeah. yeah. They actually yeah. were older. Yeah. It's, a, it's a real I, Benjamin Button situation. I, I was so confused as to who was who. And it took me a while to realize that it was a flashback. They were the same people. Uh, it, like, the little girls who can pass, but high school, like, try just a little bit harder. Uh, it, it was just it was just an all-around all uh, mess for me. Uh, and the last yeah. one, as I accidentally shut my phone down. Um, so he says at one point that skating is like riding a bike. Um, now, no. I, have, <laughs> I, can t- I can tell you from experience, skating is not like riding a bike. I, I have gone uh, many years without uh. doing both of those things. One of them I can uh, pick right back up, and the other I can't, and I'll let you decide which one it is. Mm. Uh, Dan? Okay. Uh, Peter Swenson lives in an ice fishing hut. Yes. Um, now, <laughs> this hut is unlike any hut you've ever seen because it does have electricity out on the ice, which he probably has a generator, which is fine, but he has a microwave, and yet he still has to warm up that tea kettle over the fire, <laughs> right. which I don't understand. And also, like, as a lawyer who has to sign things and do deals and teach ice skating, isn't that the most <laughs> inefficient place to live, mm. I, I, like mm. the the only guy that is more of a question mark to me than him is Uncle Barney, who one is not even phased by the fact that there's another like there's a niece in the picture that he was <laughs> right, not aware. No, of. Yeah. He's just like, oh yeah, no, of course I knew I, I didn't know, but I'm I'm cool. And then also he <clears throat> only listens to Nat King Cole. That is it. <laughs> and if you don't listen to Nat King Cole, then boy. You, we've got problems. He's also only addressed as Uncle Barney. Like even That's when right. he comes to the party, she announces him. Pay LaBelle announces him as Uncle Barney. Wait for it, here. Uncle Barney. And we all know he's the nationwide guy, and also Pedro Serrano from the Major League series. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think that's where oh, he I forgot that. Yes, Serrano wants a bat. That's what he's famous yeah. for. Um, I forgot that. I, I I will say that like her learning to quilt on the fly was really great. But in all honesty, I have to go to one specific line. She gets the cat home, Mr. Freckles, I believe the cat Mr. is Freckles, called. That's right. And she said, uh, he took off like a shot as soon as he got home. No, shot is the verb. He could take off like a bullet. He took off like a cannon. It, there's a lot of there, there's a lot of things he could take off wow. like, but not like a shot. He couldn't take off yeah. like a shot. I'm yeah. sorry. That's the saying though. Can, can, I, no. can I suggest? Can I suggest that there's a Stockholm syndrome thing going on here where you guys have been watching the movie so much that you're missing the forest for the trees? <laughs> what? What? Well, I, the problem is I do have a bunch. At one point, she said I use three. I, I, I use three pens for the sign up, and like a pen, a pen can write like three kilometers. If you got all those people to sign up. I use three yeah. pins. I mean, we could also point out, if you really want to get technical here, Hallmark has this thing where they want to destroy all the buildings in an established neighborhood. But, and the other thing is, they want to wreck uh, buildings that are actually in an outlet and they're like, they're going to tear down this one building, but it's in an outlet. You yeah. can't do that. They're going to have to take down the rest of the there block. There are serious structural issues here. We have so many questions. Yeah, I've got a ton. Yeah, uh, Jonathan, what you got? Yeah. How does Peter know what Mr. Freckles does when there's a stranger in the house? (laughs) That's a great question. I love it. And I'm going to, I'll tell you, this leads to a whole bunch of questions, which is Peter, you say lives in that ice house. I think he was living with Alice. Oh, there were a couple of awkward moments for me where I actually thought Maeve was going to turn out to be Peter's kid. Oh boy. That's a lifetime movie is what that is. We knew, We never determined uh, who the father was, did we? No, we did not. And and my other question is, at one point, uh, uh, you hear Alice, and Alice sounds fine. 
right? Yeah. Yes. And, and, and then Alice seems to have lived an absolutely stellar, wonderful life. I don't know how she was an acclaimed mayor of the city. Everybody loved her. <laughs> what exactly were her special needs? Yeah. I think she had a brain injury. I think it was a traumatic brain injury. And so, like... Yeah, but, But in what way? Well, I don't know, because I also need to know a timeline (laughs) of this particular pregnancy. Because all we know is she got it in college, and somehow she hid from him the whole time she was pregnant, I guess? And just had the baby in secret? That was a like I needed a whole timeline there were of the pregnancy. A lot of questions about that because for them to be and, as close as they yeah. are to not catch it was ridiculous. And the other thing is, and this may be a a hallmark Christmas tradition, but the the Christmas tree lighting ceremony, which everyone looked forward to, mm. was it me or was it countdown three two one light it robotic jingle bells out go home yes yeah 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 no. yeah, yeah that's okay. standard right. that's pretty standard well here's my question is do they plan beforehand what song they're going to sing because we've they, seen this in numerous they movies all now. sing it together every time it's so good it's almost like when we do it guys it's like three two one dashing through the snow see that's what would happen in real life that's right but i started it correctly you guys started it incorrectly somehow yeah. somehow people everybody knows man uh, it's time for what the hallmark the part of the show where we talk about those things that we would like some clarity on that would help us understand this movie a little bit better and i'll Start with my friend Panda. Uh, there's a lot of things that I have questions <laughs> about, and probably the one I want to know a little bit more about is the friends of Alice. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, the like, FOA. The FOA. The FOA. I, can you? I'm trying to think of a more cloying group of individuals oh. that I could. <laughs> they were, I want to have a full movie about them at the same time because Daphne's a real treat. Yeah. Oh my she is, gosh. She has the ability to simultaneously sound like she just woke up on a new planet uh, and has no clue what's going on. And at the same time, within the next sentence, be like really profound and drop some wisdom. I don't know what's going on, but I want to know more. Yeah. I'm all in on a Friends of yeah, Alice. As Lucy's movie. just crying and everybody's like, we should leave. And she's like, no, I'm fine. It's yeah. Yeah, let's keep doing our thing. Read the room. I love that there's not only a, a friend quilting club, but also they, they have a rules. Like, you know, the first rule of friend quilting club is you have to finish it in the house you started it in. Like, that's what we're going to ride or die by. You cannot take that quilt. So help me. You take that quilt out of that house. You see what happens. Which we actually thought was a great idea for our quilting group, guys. That's right. And I, but I, ours, we shouldn't, we don't talk about the quilting group. Yeah. So first you just, rule of quilting That's right. You don't, don't, you don't talk. talk about about it. That's so right. Just forget what yeah. we just said. That's right. Doesn't just exist. T- take it out and post. Mum, mum to mum's the word on the quilting. That's group. it. Uh, Dan. <laughs> uh, so I do want to. I want to know more about Ed, the real estate agent mogul. <laughs> um, one, he seems like a real bad guy. Uh, first of all, but second of all, I don't think he knows the difference between a buyer's market and a seller's market. <laughs> Because he 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 says to Ashley Banks, what what's her name? And Lucy, he says to her that it's a seller's market. Yet his window is covered with ads for houses that are for sale that right. clearly no one's buying. Yeah. And and also he says for the prices as low as they are now, you could probably buy, buy two, two houses. No, that's not a seller's market, Ed. That would be a buyer's that's a market. buyer's market, and it's a very easy thing. If you're in real estate, you would know the difference between sellers and buyers market. And but he, you know what was you know what was going on there, and I think we all know what's going on there. You guys never have the guts to say it, so I'll say it. Go it's for Ed it, Glazer. It's Ed Glazer. The that's right. name is Ed Glazer. Mm. So it's the Jew real estate speculator. <laughs> You're right. We <laughs> all talked. decided to destroy that's right. beautiful. Yeah, Glazer did it again. You know, we we talked yeah. about it in pre-show, and we're like, you think Jonathan will bring it up? And he brought it up. Uh, <laughs> I'm say it. And you know what? 
the Hallmark people are going to come after me hard. And that's, that's right. Fine. That's because right. You know what? There's an Ed Glazer in every one of these. There kind of is. You're right. There kind of is. There kind of is a Glazer in every movie. You're I right mean, about he's that. lowballing them on the lakefront property for a half mil. You know yeah, he's, yeah, he's and half a mil being right. a big number was weird to me, yeah, too. Right. I know. it's. Is it in North Nielsen Bay? Is that the problem? Like I, I think like it just seemed like it's like it, when Christopher Palaha is in the $50 million picture. Like It's like if you're going to impress us with like a big Hollywood movie, like it's not $50 million. Right. If, like, if you're going to impress us with the value of this mansion on a lake, it's probably <laughs> worth more than $500,000. Like, I, I mean, it is a seller's market after all. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my big what the hallmark. Uh, yeah. Mine, mine goes a little bit about uh, what Jonathan was talking about with her after the accident. Uh, Alice, I, I would like to interact <laughs> with her a little bit. I'd yes. like a movie. Uh, she sounds just delightful. She really um, does. Mm-hmm. It, it is a crime that we didn't get a flashback of her just being her uh, and seeing all the things that that she would have done. I don't know if Hallmark uh, would have known how to handle it. Like, how do we get a character like that? How do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I understand. Yeah. I understand why they didn't do it, but I would have liked to have seen it. And I think it actually would have helped us. Uh, like, we already we already like her, but I think we would like her even more. Buy into her character, feel her loss a little bit more if we knew a little bit more mm-hmm. about her and what she was like. And so that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, we'll end with you. All right, so they're, I'm, I want to know what she's going to do for a living once she's disbarred. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great question. We know she can't practice law in Wisconsin, but we also know that she abandoned her client in New York. And in the beginning, <laughs> she says, the first line of the movie to that client is, I got some great news for you. Uh, the city has approved the zoning for your property, mm. and you can have a mixed-use of this property. And then about midway through the, the, uh, I think also anti-Semitic character of the head partner of the firm who, who, who makes her the junior partner. You notice mm, yeah. uh, says, says, Hey, you gotta, we gotta check the contracts. We gotta make sure that it was a, uh, for use. <laughs> now that's a little bit like saying to a doctor, you know, that blood transfusion you gave, did you, was it a or B blood? Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's lawyer one hundred and one there. Like, so then, rather than give that client in New York the answer, she hangs up and uses that information to yeah. kill Ed Glazer's deal. That's right. She has a so bright I, idea to use her law degree. <laughs> right. So I, she, what is she going to do next? She can quilt. Yeah. No, she, she can't fish. No, she can't so do that. I, I'm concerned about her future. <laughs> yeah, I think we all. She's going to figure it out. She's got a half million dollar house on her hands. <laughs> Guys, we wow. Did. Was this the worst? I am so sorry. I feel like I should apologize. It's the worst. I apologize. Jonathan, <laughs> you, you, you crushed it, man. You were so good. Uh, it's cool to know we have a fan who also produces television shows. I can't believe that. That's a real thing. Well, it's, uh, you guys are, I, I believe you guys are doing God's work. And, well, I appreciate and, uh, that. If, if if the MacArthur Foundation doesn't come through for this year, uh, <laughs> there's always Nobel. Nobel. That's Nobel. right. Nobel. Both. Yeah. It's a both and. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, tell tell people how they can uh, keep up to date with you. Uh, I, I believe you also are an author. How can they read your stuff and all that good things? So. Oh, yeah. God bless you. Uh, yes. Uh, so go to uh, 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 Legal Shapiro or the Art of Telling Stories, and uh, you can buy one of my books or. Uh, 
or I'll come to your house and dance, whichever you'd like. <laughs> wow. I Boy, most I, people why give a, those are the two options, I'm not sure. Most people give a Twitter handle, but <laughs> right. not Jonathan Shapiro. <laughs> okay, Above yes, and beyond that guy. Jonathan, thank you so much. Oh, my this goodness. Was, thanks uh, so much. the joy of the night. <laughs> thank you, Jack. Um, and uh, it's been great, and we hope to talk to you soon. Take care, guys. What a great time. Oh, man. What a wow. good time. What a guy. Uh, boy, I, I can't even get past uh, to my next stop because I had so much fun. Yeah, that was great. But Good I think time. I can. Hey, guys. Uh, we, we got the iTunes that you can leave us a review Rating, on. Rating, review, please do. Uh, I think we're up to 9,000. Yeah, 9,000 rating Instagram followers, sure. No, I was going with reviews. Rating and reviews, but that we lost some somewhere along the we way. We don't need to get into it again. We don't know. It's a whole thing. We don't, no, 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 Johnny iTunes is in over his head. Johnny, what's our current number? A 4,000. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. Uh, <laughs> lost or found? Lost. Uh, over or under? Uh, we threw them to Pod Save America. They needed 15,000 more. Those guys don't need it. They're cutthroat. They are. They got us by the you-know-whats. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. God bless, John. God bless. Uh, Say hello to your mother. Uh, so do that. Find us on the socials at Hallmark Podcast. Uh, eat, us, uh, eat a Christmas cookie and uh, send us a recipe. Yeah. Check out American Leprosy Mission and Communities in Schools. Thanks so much for listening. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.